0: Hi, welcome to XY Podcast. With me, Dr. Ye Tunde. We are still on a ten-part series of the Balance Conversation, off both of my books, um, Balance: uh, Balancing Life, Love, Family, Career, and the Pursuit of Your Dreams, and the other, the Balance Guide: uh, Quotes and Affirmations for Living a Balanced Life. So, this is part seven of the ten-part Balanced Conversation series, and I hope all of you have been enjoying the topics that we have been discussing. So far, um, many of the topics, of course, come out of the book chapters of the first balance book. And, you know, a lot of people had... A lot of things to say about it and wanted to continue the conversation. And in order to reach everyone, I thought it's great to create this into a series where we can talk about the book, but most importantly, talk about the different aspects of balance that so many people, millions of people are dealing with, irrespective of gender, irrespective of age, irrespective irrespective of, you know, race, location, geographic location. Everybody's trying to figure out how do they balance their lives and how do they prioritize what matters most to them them so the 7th part um, that we're going to be talking about is balance holding on to yourself while raising children or you know raising children but still trying to hold on to your own identity as a parent and this can go for both men and women I always try to say that look ba- balance is not a gender thing although we definitely love to and I don't want to say love but we you know when we think of balance we automatically think about women right they're balancing either being a mom and a career woman or running a business being an entrepreneur but to be honest, you know we can't leave men out of the equation because there are there are fathers out there there are single fathers out there there are men with no children who are trying to balance what matters most to them as well who are trying to figure out you know you know being an entrepreneur being a career man trying to settle down trying to find their life partner also wanting children and balancing the expectations from their jobs and from their families and from their loved ones that's why i said balance is not just a gender specific role it's something that it's a human thing that really many people are dealing with. You have teenagers who are dealing with this. How do I balance my life? What, you know, my schoolwork, my friends my social work, what do I want to do with my life? You can find these bits and aspects of in everyone's life that is unique to them. So in this episode, specifically for people who have children or are guardians raising children, um, you know, how do you how do you hold on to yourself while raising children? I am a mother of three, right? So I just had a baby, uh, March 5th, uh, my third child. He's about four months old now. Um, my son is eight years old and my daughter is five. So I had my son when I was, I got engaged. I believe I was 22 when I got engaged. Married around 23, 24 and had my first child. I was pregnant at 24. Yeah, I had my first child at 25. So. I, I kind of started pretty, um, I think I was 24 when I had Amadeem. I started pretty early, early on. And then that, that's a growing stage for a lot of young women who are still trying to find themselves. Um, and I've been with my husband since I've been 17 years old. So it's been sort of a journey of sharing your life with someone so early and also having children and then still in a sense I still feel like I'm youthful, of course, I'm 30, 30, going to be 34 in August. So Um, and raising children and trying to still hold on to your interest, your passion, your dreams, your wants, your likes your looks, (laughs) everything, you know, and how do you, how do you shape that balance? And then also not forcing your own desires and goals on your children. Right. So of course I'm a big proponent of education and being the best that you can be. And that definitely has spillover effect into my own children's life because I want them to be the best that they can be. And I also want them to be, be the best in school. Right. So I wouldn't, I try not to, you know, classify myself as a type A personality, but maybe that's how you would classify me. Like I was a student who sat in front of the class, who asked questions all the time, who, you know, the grades was a big deal to me. That's just, that's, that was me. Um, And I want my children to be like that. But then I have to also understand that they have their own identity and they have their own wants and study habits and, 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 and they're forming that identity. However, I know I can at least influence them to take their education seriously. But, you know, they have different hobbies that they like, right? So my son, my husband loves football and my son is eight years old and maybe it would change, but he's not ecstatic about football, doesn't want to play football, doesn't want to play pee wee league. And my husband had a hard time. He's like, but I love football. I would think my son would like it. And I, you know, sometimes we have to stop and think that, well, they're their own people and they like what they like and they don't like what they like. And how do I, in a sense, hold on to my identity without, one, forcing my own identity on them and finding the balance of nurturing who they are as really small, impressionable children? And it's a quagmire. Like, it's a a dilemma that many people face where, one, I think most importantly, how do I not lose myself in raising my children? That happens all the time. And in the book, it talks a lot about how men and women, um, and and possibly may lean towards women, how we can lose ourselves and focusing so much on raising the children, that not only do we forget about, about our own needs and wants, because in a sense, there's that guilt feeling where you feel so, well, I can always tend to myself later. My children come first, and then my children come first, and I can always tend to my husband later, or my partner later. Those two things, in a sense, yourself and your partner, End up taking a back burner. But your partner is also very important in this whole equation of a family dynamic. And technically, they can't take a back burner because what you may take can take, maybe they cannot. And prior to having children, that's who you guys built. You built a life together. You guys were together. And you don't want to forget that part of your relationship or of your marriage. And you don't want to falsely assume that they should understand. Children come first. Not every part actually understands. And sometimes that those things can build into what we call um, resentment. It can also build into frustration, silent frustration. I remember sort of doing the background research after the book was published and people, you know, writing me notes and sending me messages on how some of the chapters really spoke to them and some of the things that they were dealing with and like i said i did get a lot of you know messages from men who would often say you know i kind of felt silly or in a sense guilty of wanting to express to my wife or my partner that look i needed some attention or i wanted to go on date night or you know i would love if you could cuddle me too and kiss me too because in the back of my mind i'm probably going to look like an idiot Competing with my own children when I know they also come first and they should come first in my life as well. But he has a valid argument. And people do harbor these things inside when children do come into the picture. So when I say holding on to yourself, there's a lot that goes along with it. It's just not holding on to yourself and your dreams and your ideas and what you want to become and the vision that you had for your life, but it's also holding on to what was before what came to be about. And, and of course there may be some transformation, but how do I put myself first in a way where I don't feel guilty and I'm not neglecting other people? How do I in a sense put my husband or my partner first where I don't feel again, that I'm neglecting myself or my children? And how do I put my children, make them a priority as well, where I don't feel as though I'm neglecting myself and my partner? Do you see the different, do you see the dynamics and the different needs and the wants and how they bounce back from one another. That's why when we talk about balance is really a delicate thing. And balance is not the pursuit of perfection. I want people to understand that. It's about prioritizing what matters most. And sometimes you're going to drop the ball. And sometimes you're not going to have this whole filled out schedule on the calendar. And you put a check mark into everything that you've done. Balance is the idea that, well, for me, balance is the idea that, okay, I showed up today. I, I was able to get out of bed. I was able to to, to meditate or pray, I was able to talk to my husband while we were in the bed and, and talk to one another. I was able to maybe pack my kids' breakfast, quickly send off some emails, and maybe come back into the house later on, eat and maybe sleep. Balance looks different for everybody. It's not like this whole 10 parts, 10, you know, it's not like this whole list where it's like, I checked off everything. I've done everything. My life is balanced. No, because balance involves intricate parts of your life. It involves your family. It involves your work life. It involves your social life. Balance is the idea that the things that matter most to me don't have to be just one thing. The things that matter most to me doesn't just have to be me. The things that matter most to me is not just my kids or my husband and and my marriage. It could be my parents. It could be my siblings. It could be my church life. It could be uh, my neighbors. It could be my social life. It could be my health. Things that have taken a back burner because I thought, of course, they can't be competing on the list with the things that really matter. But everything matters in life like everything matters in a sense. And I think if we come to the, with the approach that everything matters, we may be able to give our p- a piece of ourselves to those things and nurture it and maybe it may grow from just the small attention that we give it. Maybe it may change from just the thoughts that we th- that when we think about it. Maybe it may transform from our words and from our presence. That's, that's for me, what balance is. So when I think about raising children, there's a lot of dynamics that go into it. It's about, for me, I understand that, you know, my kids, I'm the vessel that carry them. I'm the sort of the guardian that ushers them through life. But most importantly, God's plan for my children are much bigger, much wiser, um, and more directed than mine could ever be. And if I seek him, and if I ask him, to give me the wisdom that I need to be the best mother that I can be to them and for you to do the rest in their lives and for the Holy Spirit now to equip them with the things that I can't equip them on a physical or worldly um, level. That's the best that I can do. And so certain things that I know that I cannot control, I have to leave it in the hands of something that's much bigger than me. And the things that I know that life has prepared me for, then I have to step up and do the best that I can. And so with that being said, I can't do any of that if I don't take care of myself or my health or my mental state or my emotional state. And I can't do any of those things if I don't address anything that makes me to feel that I am not 100% operating in the level of where a parent needs to be in order so they can be good. Because when they're good, well, when I'm good, then my husband is good. Or well, then I can be a good partner to him. I can only control what I can do and with the energy that I can give out. So raising children and holding on to yourself is much more than the day-to-day dynamics of creating a schedule. Kids wake up at a certain time, they eat, they go to bed, they have playtime and all these other things. Much, much more deeper than that. And I think it is very possible to raise children and still hold on to a piece of yourself. Absolutely. That's important. It's something that should be protected and nourished because that's who you are. It's your identity. But I hope you got my book because I don't want to go too much into detail because the book does go into detail on this topic. And so I hope you're able to. Get the book, you get on Amazon or on my website, Com, And you can also get the affirmation and quote guide as a supplemental reading to so you can affirm your day as your day starts. But yes, episode 88, part seven of the 10-part series. We're almost there. Thanks for coming on this. Balanced conversation journey with me, and I hope you've been enjoying it. I hope you've been sharing it with your friends and having your own conversations, whether externally or internally, about balance. Thanks for tuning in to XY Podcast, 10 part series on balance with Dr. Yi Day.